0: Bleachers and Speakers, I'm your host, June. I got a very special edition of the show today. I got my rival buddies in the building with me. I'll let them introduce themselves. You already know who Foster is, so he'll introduce himself last. Dave, you can tell the people who you are, followed by Pay.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Dave from Vikings First and Skull, and I am the Fans First Sports Network's Vikings Arm. And we're going to talk some football today, and I can't wait because we all love the NFC North.
2: <laughs> yeah, Dave, I love that energy coming from you. Everybody knows who this <laughs> is. This is this is Pay from the Bear Claw Pod, representing your monsters of the Midway, those Chicago Bears. We're going to can't wait to get into this because I've got things to say to all of you gentlemen.
0: Oh, uh oh, <laughs> bear down, bear down yeah, yeah, yeah y'all talk. know, y'all
3: know who I am, man. It's, it's Foster Child. One, one pride, you, know, you know, we, we we definitely gonna talk our talk today.
0: Uh Oh, he said one. Foster never says one pride. It's it's it, it, it's lit today. I got a feeling. Uh, I've been waiting to say something to pay because first of all, I want to not trying, not joking. I I'm happy about this last game. The game before that, I was I was very impressed with your quarterback and to have two back-to-back games. I want to know how you feeling right now after this last game and the way the offense is playing. I I, I see it. I I it it tell us how what's going through your mind right now, Pay.
2: Justin Fields has changed his name legally. He's no longer known as Justin Fields. His name is now him. <laughs> <laughs> In one week, eight touchdowns, 740 some odd yards, one interception, two turnovers.
1: Mm. One of those turnovers,
2: I don't really blame on him, but it is what it is. He went one and one back to back career efforts from Justin when he when he really just really needed it from him because the clock was ticking we were we were we were about we were in that decision-making process of you know are we in the caleb sweepstakes or not and justin came out there and let everybody know this is why this is why you drafted me this is why you traded up to get me this is why everybody really wants you all to lose so they can get me i'm that guy i've got that potential stick with me let's ride
0: that's what i'm talking about man i i'm it's good to see it um Besides, I didn't want you to get Caleb Williams anyway. I want him in this division. <laughs>
3: That's the real reason why we happy
0: for That's the real reason. Like, yeah, do better. <laughs> Somebody else deserves that number one pick for Caleb. And- <laughs> oh, do they? Do they? Okay, do Yeah, I mean, I mean not someone else. I mean, anybody but anybody in our division. I mean, as long as he doesn't come to the NFC North, I'm fine with it. I, I think he looks good in a Raider outfit. I mean, hey, uh, Dave, what's going on in your mind after this week?
1: <laughs> sadness. Pure <laughs> sadness. Hey, Dave. It was a rough weekend. We lost Justin Jefferson to a hamstring pull. They did the MRI early this weekend. They immediately said, nope, ah, you're done. Put you on IR for at least four weeks. So that tells you it's a significant hamstring pull. Now we have to step it up with the young rookie, Jordan Edison, see what this team will do. I'm curious what the offense is going to do because the game was, our offensive strategy is so based around Justin Jefferson. Not having him means that they're going to have to get creative, and that may be a good thing. We're going to find out. But the one and four start has Vikings fans more than a little bit frustrated, and it doesn't seem right. Yeah,
0: I saw actually uh, a post on Facebook, and it says, "What do you do at one and four if you're Minnesota? Do you do you, do you sell, or do you reinvest and try to save the season?" And I just want to ask you, uh, at what, what, where are you at with the day at one and four? I, I don't, I think it's too too early to 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 throw in the throwing a towel or wave a white flag,
1: especially oh, in this. It is too early because we are statistically very good, except for one major category, and that's fumbles, which we are the last in the league, and we've had twelve of them puppies in five games. Wow. Yeah, it's it's bad. There's uh, what I'm. I suspect the team and myself are going to give them another couple games, or at least up to the trade deadline. To see. And that that rolls in uh, we play pay in Chicago Bears this weekend. Then we host the 49ers, which everybody's chalking up as a loss. And then right before the trade deadline, we go up to Green Bay and play the Packers. It depends what the record is. If the Vikings can only pull off one win in those three and that three game stretch, I expect and this is what a lot of people are clamoring for is to start selling or see if there's trade value for some of the assets, some of the guys that are scheduled to be free agents next year. I'm not talking trading Justin Jefferson. That will never happen. No. Trading Kirk Cousins will probably never happen because, one, somebody in the other team in the league would have to want him. Two, he'd have to waive his don't-trade clause. He's already said he won't on that. And even if they want him, they've got to extend him. It's just not going to happen. So the Jets can cry all they want. It's not going to happen. So they're going to finish probably mediocre and just out of the top five quarterbacks for next year in the draft. That's the way the Minnesota Vikings roll. But we'll (laughs) find out. So... We usually have the uh a Green
0: Bay uh representative and he's not here today so They lost. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> well, I Dave, that's
2: for our uh, for our uh Viking I, for our Viking affiliate uh, before we move uh too far off this
0: topic. Okay, go ahead, pay the floor is yours. <laughs> go ahead. I know you had so, something to say to all of us so
3: So humble today.
0: <laughs> you know that that
2: one win and one win in 300 days will do that to you. Oh. Uh, so I want to know why do you think they won't trade Justin Jefferson? They have traded Randy Uh-oh. Moss. They traded Stephon Diggs.
1: They Uh-oh. traded Percy Harvin. Uh, so, all Percy different Harvin. circumstances. Yeah, all they're not gonna trade JJ. It would have to take a haul. It would have to take a Herschel Walker trade type haul to bus free from Justin Jefferson.
2: Here's, here's he wants
1: to be in Minnesota. Minnesota I, wants I, to build around.
2: I, I, I agree. I think um, I think the only difference between those circumstances is that none of those other three actually did say that they wanted to be there. I think all three of the other ones had tired of their time in uh, Minnesota. But I haven't heard that this pull from this hamstring pull from Justin Jefferson was a grade or something, something that, something that disastrous. I think they put they put the IR tag on him pretty early, and 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 and, and to my opinion, which is pretty, it's smart two ways. One, hamstrings require rest. Just go ahead and put him on IR. Therefore, you don't have the temptation to play him. You know, if he looks good, but week two or whatever, just go take a month, chill out, come back at hundred percent or close to that. The other thing is. Now you got, now you have all the opportunity to put Joe, Jordan Addison on wide receiver one and see what he's got. You see what he's got and you decide, okay, we actually have the neck. We have our next wide receiver. Minnesota has had amazing wide receivers and a, that's what they do. They oh, you go to the last 50 years. They've had amazing wide receivers. You can go yeah. every era. Um, if they, if they like what they see out of Jordan Addison and, and these next three weeks up until the trade deadline, when you, you play the Bears, Niners, Packers, the decision is gonna be made to move off of Justin or Kirk. I mean, you don't come at, you don't come in to this, you don't come into this season with your quarterback uh as a lame duck on a lame duck contract. You don't come into this season with your number one wide receiver in the league, uh, arguably, as a "Quote unquote lame duck" as well. He, you know, they, they could have extended him, but they chose not to. They have Minnesota has this type of hard stance on how they do things as far as quarterback uh, contracts go. Um, I think those things are telltale signs. You know a lot. You know a lot. Lo- about that organization more than I do. But I thought coming into the season, I thought you know what, if they don't get off to if they don't get off to a start that is appropriate for them, the writing's on the wall.
1: I disagree. Uh, I I understand your logic completely. 100% understand your logic. But when it comes to J.J., he's only in his third season. He was just eligible for that extension. They were about to sign it right before the season started. But there was one last little disagreement, and it has to deal with guarantees. Mm Mm-hmm. So they said, oh, let's hold off, wait to the end of the year, and then go in the next year, his fourth year, right? And uh, then we, the, there's our, i trying to remember, this is the fourth, next is the fifth, or whatever. We're going to pick up the fifth-year option no matter what. And then we have the tags available. But he was, the, reportedly the offer was absolutely the largest non-quarterback pay ever. It was going to blow everybody away. And everybody agreed, except for this one little sticking point. And they said, Matt, nah, let's hold off. So I expect it to be done in the off season. I don't think they want to get rid of JJ. Like I said, he likes it there. He didn't get disgruntled like the other three examples you gave me. There's, And as long as he likes it there and wants to stay, we want to keep him. I mean, he's a generational wide receiver. That's, he's breaking all sorts of records. Now, will he break them this year? No. Uh, I mean, he still may, even just miss in four games, but it's not going to be, he's not going to hit 6,000 or 2,000 yards. But it's going to be interesting to see. And as far as Kirk Cousins trading, as many fans would love that. That's not going to happen because he's uh, a, <laughs> He's already said no. So he's he's stuck. Now, We're stuck with him.
2: You did. I I want to go right back, and I'm going to let, um, let Joan drive the bus. I do want to say this one last thing. Hey, man. You know, use the you, word, you, you use, do
0: what you got to do.
2: You use the word generational, generational talent. There's a quarterback. I don't know if you heard of him who's a generational talent in this draft sitting of going forward with your quarterback on on the last year of his deal i don't i just i just don't know dave i don't know i, well, I, think, I think i think the answer sitting right there in front of you
0: hey 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 there will be no generational <laughs> quarterbacks going to any division <laughs> rival there hey you 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 better stop it man for, for the wrong ears and the wrong gm here's this you just worry about, you know, what we have here. We, we have cousins. We have uh, golf. Uh, we have fields. And we have the professional quarterback love in Green Bay. So we're, we're going to keep it that way for a little while, okay?
1: I like I the professional it. quarterback love. I, love. I like what he's I doing mean, so far professional this, quarterback I
0: love this season. The professional yeah. quarterback.
1: <laughs> but when it comes to quarterback, head coach Kevin O'Connell said today, Jaron Hall, our fifth round rookie pick, is now submitted as the RB or as the QB two throughout probably the end of the season, even if Nick Mullins comes back off of IR. We signed Sean Mannion to be Kirk Cousins' babysitter today. So he will be the QB three on the practice squad. There's I suspect if the season goes in the tank, say we get Past the, the Packers game, and we've won no other games. We're one in whatever. That there will be serious discussions about sitting Kirk and playing Jaron Hall to see if we have something in that fifth rounder. And Kirk is on board with that. He won't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah.
2: He would. Well. Dang, that's tough. Yeah, because you've already passed the trade fast. deadline. Yeah, 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 that 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 part is tough. Like, hey, you should have pulled up that uh that 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 no trade waiver. Because <laughs> I'm
1: sure I'm sure the front office went to him and go, is there any team you'd be good to going to and waive your trade clause with? And it, 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 reportedly, he said no. I would have figured Atlanta was the number one choice for him, but that'd be cool. His in-laws lived down there. He used to live down there for a while. It's a good spot for him. It's good mm-hmm. I think so too. They need a quarterback.
2: I would like to see. Yes, they do. Division wearing purple.
1: You'd like to see <laughs> who wearing purple? <laughs>
3: <laughs> of course. <laughs> What's his name? Ritter. Yeah, Ritter. I think you know, he had a good, good game. game last week.
0: It's really good to hear Pay talk from this winter circle like <laughs> yes Pay is like this is a different energy I, and I love is it, it. Really? like it, it's it's I, I it, look if he starts off 5 and 1 I can't imagine how this conversation would be it's just <laughs> Pay is feeling good right now I'm happy for like hey I'm 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 rooting for Pay I'm not I'm rooting for the Bears I'm rooting for pay though man it's it's a different energy foster we didn't we didn't hear from you how you feel after last week
3: man uh i'm i'm on cloud nine that was another another great game i, I was present um we scored a whole bunch of points um hutch yeah we we look great we are sit, sitting pretty right now with two and a half games above the next uh, of the, above the packers right now so we are in the driver's seat and i'm i'm excited to i'm excited for this battle in tampa bay people don't remember that tampa bay used to be in our division right weren't they in our yes. division yes they were the Warrens, Warren sap you know that that was a whole rivalry in itself so um i'm i'm excited to see how um how we are moving forward because we are you know we 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 we're in a good spot i don't think we've ever been in this spot before
1: um, it's so early, it was early. Not early in your lifetime, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, was, I mean, I don't. I mean,
3: we were in four one. We
0: were so there was a season under Schwartz. We were five and zero. Was that Kidna? Was that Kidna era? I don't know who the quarterback was, but we were five and zero under Schwartz one oh, year, Stafford. and that was, was still there, wasn't he? Or maybe, Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. maybe. But uh, that was maybe. the year we lost to New Orleans in the playoffs. Like, so yeah.
3: I like so, the sound and, of playoffs maybe. in general. Whatever we do, I yes. like the side of we, don't, way. we don't get
0: we don't get there that often, but uh, we're going to move on to pay. Pay said he has some things to say to all of us. Unfortunately, the Green Bay representative is not here. I would love to hear his uh his uh piece on his professional quarterback and state of things in uh, Lambeau and how they're leaping nowadays, but pay. There's some things you want to address towards the Lions. I don't know if you're finished addressing them towards the Vikings, but the floor is yours, brother.
2: We, um, me and the Viking contingent, the Purple People leaders, we are good. We will see you all on the field Sunday. Um, oh, for for the um for the leaders of the division right now. The Detroit Lions. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy oh. it. Keep it warm. Keep it warm. You're you're doing what you're supposed to do. I'm not. I'm not telling you anybody's coming for you or any larger mammal is going to do anything and make make any moves this season. But the time on the throne will be short because him is coming. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy.
3: Did and, you foresee? Uh, did you foresee this happening? or is or this had to have caught you a little off guard that he's i
2: don't know we saw the flashes last season we saw him we saw them. the the things the way he played in the first three weeks were unbecoming of him it, it was all around chicago we was asking what happened this is they're, they're not playing the way he's not playing the way he plays when he's free we saw how he played in ohio state we saw how he played last season it was it was as he said, it was robotic. He was he's taking too long to process, which is a weakness of his. He takes too long to process. So maybe they do need a more simplified game plan. I don't I don't necessarily agree with that too much, but I do agree that the games that they had wasn't the best one with the best one going. In fact, I've I, I have all all twenty-two access. I watched these games three, four times in a row. Hmm. The route combinations they did, they were thrown out there for Justin the first three games they were confusing. You got guys running the same routes on the same side of the field. That doesn't make any sense. Um, you you're running the same you're running the same screenplay three four times in a, in a row. That don't make no sense. So, it it doesn't strike me as somebody's taking a long time to process. Like okay, um, should I be seeing something different now? I mean maybe maybe, may but right now he's playing free. And, yes, he, is, he has shown back-to-back games of amazing play versus two terrible defenses. They are still NFL defenses. You still got to cut them up. He did what he's supposed to do. I'm happy to see it. We got another one coming up soon. We're going to be three in a row. So, don't look it. Could be. He's going to get that confidence to start doing against good teams. That's when the test is going to come. And we're going to have that first good team – coming up very soon in a couple of weeks. Right after the trade deadline, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Wait, hold on. So you're not facing a good team this week is what you're saying.
2: I don't think I'm saying anything that's uh, surprising. (laughs) Shocking.
1: (laughs) 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 The Bears next four games. They play the Vikings this weekend, then Vegas, then Los Angeles Chargers, followed by New Orleans. And the Chargers in New Orleans are away games. hmm hmm
2: New Orleans Saints is the first good defense we're going to play in a long time. Uh, that would be the test. That would be the test. If we can look, make them look respectable. I'm not. I'm not claiming a win. I don't think this is. The, this isn't the season for for wins. This is the season for putting everybody on notice.
1: As long as we go out
2: there and be respectful. <sighs> hey. <laughs> can't wait to do the show next year just just
1: so was Justin Fields correct when he criticized the coaching earlier this season
2: the three the four times the coaching has been criticized this season each one of them has been correct when Justin did it he was correct when Chase did it he was correct when uh Khalil Herbert did it he was correct every time every time the coaching was criticized it was it was correct. However, um, we all know this is not a meritocracy in sports. You know, everything's not fair. You know, Justin can, Justin can criticize the coach. And, you know, rightfully, they let him, they let him get away with it. They just told him, hey, go walk that back in front of the media, please. And we'll (laughs) talk, we'll, you know, we'll talk about it behind closed doors. Now somebody else do it, they get traded. You know who I'm talking about. Um, It was there. It was definitely justified. The coaching, I would tell you was abysmal the first three weeks. It still ain't all that great, but it's getting better. As I've been saying, every game review of the season, there's been some good things to take away from. There's been incremental um, progress. We stopped stopped running the same play four times in a row. We stopped having these, we stopped running two posts on the same side of the field. We stopped running, we, we stopped doing you know, coming out of a timeout and then getting a delay of game. We stopped doing ridiculous things to kill ourselves. But we're, as I said, so we're getting there. We're getting there. We're putting we're putting a we're putting it all together. You stack good days on top of good days. You stack good plays on top of good plays. And that's what we needed to see.
0: Okay, let me uh, interject a small pause for about ten seconds for uh, uh, for our ads. There, one second. <laughs> Okay, Pei. Um. you are facing the Packers this week. Vikings. No, I'm sorry, the Vikings this week. What is your outlook on the game? How do you feel about going into this game?
2: I feel pretty confident about going into this game. Um, that's as I said, with Justin and offense uh, rolling on all cylinders, we do have our top running back, Lil Herbert. He has hit the IR. He Hurt his ankle in his last game. He is a good runner. I don't want to. I do not want to belittle this point. To a, belittle this point. In fact, he's a better runner than the running back you all have right there. I I don't. I don't, wow. don't want to go. I don't want. There's a reason why we let David go in in favor of Herbert. Now, Herbert is a good back. However, we do favor his backup a little bit better. Roshon Johnson out of the University of Texas is a rookie. Hit him, now he's got the uh, the green light to get majority of the carries. Well, I don't think Deontay Foreman is gonna do it. I don't think he's gonna be a split backfield in any case. The Vikings are ranked, I believe 28th in pass defense. Uh, as, I said, as I've said, all, as I've been saying the Justin Fields and the offense have been tearing up the, uh, tearing up past offenses, past defenses, the last few weeks, last couple, well, last week, the last two games. Uh, I'm pretty
0: excited about what I can see from this. Okay, okay, Dave, how do you feel about going against the, uh, the Bears this week?
1: Playing down at Soldier Field is always generally a nightmare for the Vikings. It's gone back decades from, it's terrible. It's, I don't feel, well, can we win? Oh, absolutely. We don't put the ball on the ground. We'll put up 30, 40 points. But like Pei said, our defense, especially against the pass, is not stellar at all we got a bunch of young people and the one free agent we had brought in Mr. Byron Murphy is not doing so well it's it's going to be a struggle now question is how can how will Justin Fields fare against a heavy blitz load because Brian Flores has made us the number one blitzing team in the league by far and he can expect to be blitzed over 50% of the plays.
0: Mm. Okay, it's be a, shootout. a shootout.
2: Yeah, should be another shootout. Just like uh as we saw with the um I guess can you call the Denver Bears game a shootout? Maybe. Yeah, more more so a fumble. Um it should be high scoring. <laughs> I, I would I, I can I confidently say that I expect both teams to put up north of 24 points. Um, just as Dave said, they are not a very good pass defense. And even I don't think I need to tell you the Bears are not a good defense in any facet of the stretch of the imagination. Even the disregard what they've shown you last the last week. They look good, but on paper they're still not good. They still make a lot of errors. Our corners are very vulnerable, our top corners on IR. Uh, we don't get a lot of pressure, even though the last game we had, I think we had five sacks. The last game that was an anomaly, because we only had 20 sacks all season last year. Um, coming into, I think the first three weeks we only had one sack, so yeah, I, I expect this game to be very high scoring. The the, uh, the Vikings don't force a lot of turnovers. The Bears don't either, so it should be a really exciting game to watch if you like offense. Okay.
0: So, we're in uh, week. Was it week six or week five? What what week? Uh,
1: week six. We're going into
0: week six. Teams like to establish an, an identity on a regular basis. I want to ask you first, Dave, and then I'll, I I want Pay to answer the same question, and Foster, you can answer it as well. Uh, last, but looking at your team in a positive light, what identity have they established, and what identity? Uh, do you think will carry your football team?
1: They've established that they are a decent offense and they can put up points and that's what's gonna to have to carry them the rest of the season. They can score on anybody. They can play against anybody, whatever level, whether it be the Chiefs like we did last week or the Chargers or whatever playoff team you wanna throw at us, the Eagles, the Vikings have always been within one score. Last year, we won all those one-score games. This year, we're 0-4 all those one-score games. But we've always been within one score. So we can compete. The only thing we need to do is stop putting the ball on the ground. Once we do that, we're good. Like I said earlier in the show, 12 fumbles. 12 in five games. A Plus an interception. 12 fumbles. That's crazy. And it's not the same people. It's like, yeah, this week, you get one. Next week, you get one. Following oh, week, yeah. you get one.
0: Yeah, Turnovers is a whole different thing, but 12 fumbles is crazy over five games.
1: And like I said, it's not the same person. The one with the most is Kirk Cousins, and those are generally strip sacks. but. Yeah. But when it comes to whether it be TJ Hawkinson or whether it be Madison, our running back, or Josh Oliver, or Justin Jefferson, they're all different people. It's just a okay. bug. Hey, same question.
2: So I think our our uh, identity so far is, is we're a real running team. Contrary to what we've shown the last week, where it was high flying, I still think the the route to success or the uh, the easiest path of resistance for this team is on the ground. Uh, we are ranked 14th, well, we are ranked ninth in the league in yards. Uh, at, we led the league in rushing last year. Last two games, we've had over 170 yards from the ground. I think it's stated pretty much so emphatically that the best way, for, best way for this team to move the chains is by on the ground.
0: Okay. Foster.
3: I, we're, we're definitely, uh, um, we overall, we have a balanced attack, but I think that we're definitely, uh, we definitely set the tone with our running game. Um, The Buccaneers are pretty good against the run. So I would not be surprised if um, we lean more on our passing game, especially with our receiver, you know, Jamison Williams coming back and Jameer Gibbs hopefully getting back in the fold. But I mean, I I think that the lions are definitely going to test and see what, see what they got um, as far as stopping the run first, just to, you know, just, we don't. We don't want to be deterred by the fact that that's "quote unquote" Tampa Bay's strength. Um, but you know, I I think that it's going to be. I think it's going to be a pretty balanced attack per usual, and they're kind of rough against the pass. So hopefully, we can put that ball in the air and get our deep threat some some looks. Because uh, you know, the, I'm sure Tampa Bay. The weather's going to be nice. It should be good. A good atmosphere to, um, to put the rock in the air as well.
0: Okay. And I'm I wanna add to that. I think also uh they're developing uh the identity of uh next man up. This season we've like a lot of other teams have endured a lot of injuries, a lot of key injuries, and uh it's a plug and play type atmosphere. You you you're going in there, it doesn't matter who's out. There's And an aura and a feeling around here that the the guys that are on the field is going to get it done. And I haven't seen that in a long time. So that's a a very confident identity that I'm starting to see around here because someone gets hurt, there's instantly an excuse on why we won't win. Now it's more of, okay, this person has to step up, this person has to move here, and this person just has to play football and trust the coaches. And we're not. Me and Foster are not used to that kind of culture around here. It's like, key person's out. Oh, we're going to lose that game. We just hope we can make it look close. But that's been the mentality around here lately. I mean, uh, in the past, lately, it's not looking like that. It's like, okay, C.J. Gardner's out. Gardner Johnson's out. Okay, we'll just move Branch, and we'll be fine. Okay, Branch is hurt. Kirby's back. We have Tracy Walker. It's it's just a feeling of we play the guys that are available and we just go out there and play. So I'm going to give you guys the floor. We're going to go around one more time. We can wrap it up. Do you have any last words you'd like to leave with the people there, Pay? Um, Please have some more to say because you've <laughs> this has been good.
2: <laughs> no, I'm I- – Nothing. Nothing from the Bears' perspective. Uh, I wish Detroit well. I wish Detroit
0: well this weekend. Um, we'll I enjoy think, it while we can. Uh, there, pay.
2: Yeah, you should. You should. It's been a while. You, you should definitely should revel <laughs> in it. Um, you're you're doing exactly as they as they expected you to do, and that's no easy feat. It's no easy feat to actually meet your expectation. A lot of teams come into, especially in football, a lot of teams come into the season. Oh, we're uh, we predicted to win twelve plus games and fall hilariously short. You guys are doing exactly you're exceeding expectations so far. So keep it going,
1: Dave. I agree with Pay on that one. Keep it going, Detroit. Keep winning. We'll we'll fight over the scraps, and who knows? <laughs> maybe one of us will step up and take that second spot. And for the Packers this week, guaranteed no victory. <laughs> <laughs> They're going into their bye week. yeah. Which probably means it's hunting season up in Wisconsin.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to say been from been the Lions perspective, uh, we're not, me and father, I can't speak for anyone else, we're not, on a high horse we've we've seen uh a script like this in the beginning only to be let down so we take it one game at a time it's early it's still very early in the season uh it's very early in division play uh like i said we've only played one team in the division that's green bay uh in lambo uh so there's still uh Five games left during uh versus division rivals, you go one and four, or you know, even two and three, that could change a lot of things. So, it's me and Foster are taking it one game at a time. You won't hear any arrogant talk, or we are going to do this, and we're going because we've seen this before where we started off great and tailed off and lose some games we hadn't. Uh, shouldn't be losing. So at the same time, we're, we're 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 grounded, and we're taking it one game at a time. Now, you're talking about a Lions organization that's been to the playoffs uh three times since 1991. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until we get into the playoffs and win a game, you probably won't hear any trash talk from me. <laughs> Just oh, I forgot about this, that
2: stat.
0: Dang. <laughs> 91, 1991 was the last time they won a playoff game. Barry Sanders versus Dallas.
2: You know the last time before that? Um, I wasn't born. I'll say I, I that because 91 I give, is. You, I give you one guess. Uh,
0: I want to say. There,
2: boss. Come on. No, no, no number out
0: there. I I want to say. 87.
2: What you got, what you got, B Foster? Oh, you we're right.
0: 81,
2: you were right. 80, 81.
3: Huh? Oh, yeah, nah. 8, 91 is dangerously close to when I was born. So, <laughs> um, nah, I said 81, but I don't know.
2: 1957. Oh, that's the wow. year, the
0: championship year, wasn't it? Uh,
2: yes, yes, yes. yes,
0: yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. So you you won't get any, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's been too many droughts to act arrogant at four and one, you know? So (laughs) especially when you have 12 games left, like you're you're not Mm going to see it. So. So. Boss, you got any last words? i i'm pretty excited for the the
3: bears clashes now like at, i was going into it i was kind of like oh are these games going to be even competitive like but at this point i feel like this things are going to get interesting when, when uh when we start playing the bears and then the vikings i don't know it it's it's looking real shaky for the vikings at this point so i, I don't know but the, the bears might be fun after after the, the last couple games they they put up
2: You you guys
3: won't
1: see us until way late in the season. From all the even for the first time, okay. Yeah, it's game sixteen or week sixteen and week eighteen. Wow! Yeah, it's like
0: you play them, skip a week, and then play them again near end of season. Yeah, so they might
3: have been anticipating those be like division. They did. Yeah, that's what it feels because
2: that's crazy. That's
1: that's late because we go you guys, Green Bay, you guys to finish out the season
2: they yeah, saving on travel. Mm-hmm.
1: Unlike normal years where we finish the season in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We have all our away games done by, I think, our cold-weather away games done by early November.
2: Gotcha. We play Detroit. We don't play Detroit until Week 11. Then we come back and see. Then we go to Detroit to play in Week 11. Then there in Chicago for Week 14. We play Detroit, second, uh, our second match with Minnesota by Detroit again.
3: Oh, um, another one of those. Okay.
2: Back-to-back ish.
1: Could be a lot of movement that time of the season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot of football to be
0: a lot of football to be played. A lot of a lot of things to uh to unfold before we, you know, yeah, before I mean, anybody can say anything.
1: Yeah, before we start talking to
0: Caleb Evans and Drake Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get out of here though, Dave, why don't you tell the people where they can listen to you and catch your shows, what days you're on, uh all that, so the people can tune in. Uh if we have some unloyal Lions fans on my channel that want to <laughs> tune in to the, to the Vikings and and uh bit uh and you can do the same after he does, Pay.
1: Um you can find us over on Vikings First and Skull both at FFSN and on YouTube. We do some shows live via YouTube, like we have one coming up here tonight at 6 o'clock Central. It's the Real Forno Show, where Tyler Fornes is going to talk about the game preview against the Chicago Bears. Then tomorrow, we have Pay and I will record Sculling with Friends. (laughs) And we'll put that out before the the game where we'll each ask each other questions about our respective teams, talk some smack, and see maybe a little soda wager or something on who's going to win Sunday's game. And then, of course, on Saturdays, we have two bloggers, which is myself and Darren Campbell, who have been commenting publicly on the Minnesota Vikings for over two decades apiece. Yes, we're old, but we've seen it all, (laughs) and we're here for another week. So you can generally catch us on podcast. We also have Justin Day, Purple and Gold for Days, on podcast with not only the shows we do on YouTube, but also some podcast-only offerings so we highly encourage you to take your favorite aggregator, look up Vikings first in Skull, and subscribe. Hey, where can we catch your shows?
2: We are found everywhere. You get your audio podcast at the bear claw. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google podcast, while they're still around, uh, Amazon music. You can ask your, you can ask Siri, she got us. You can ask your Alexa, you can find (laughs) us there. If you want to see our not perfect faces for TV, you can catch us on on YouTube at underscore the bear claw. You can follow us on you. You can follow us on Facebook. I'm sorry. At the bear claw at Hallis Hall. We're also on TikTok at the same name. We're We're everywhere you want to be. So come, come
0: join in on the fun. All right, Foster, why don't you tell the people where they can find us?
3: Oh, you put me on the spot. Um, you can find us on YouTube at motor city metrics and on all audio podcast, uh, platforms at bleachers to speakers.
0: You did very well, Foster. That is correct. Um, and that's, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can ask Siri about us, and you can ask the other A-word. I have her in my background, and I don't want her to start talking. But the other other A-word machine, and she'll find us. So that concludes our show. Dave, I want to thank you for stopping by. Uh, pay you as well. Foster is always a pleasure. And until next week, uh, I don't know who's hosting, but I'll definitely be in the building. So signing off. Thank you guys. And thank y'all for listening.